When in reality, what we've done is we've altered the message in order to make people that are living in the world and like the world feel comfortable living in the world and like the world instead of coming out and being separate. I want to welcome you to Conversations with John and Lisa Bevere. And I'm actually really excited that people have joined us for this. I know this is something that is super, super um, heavy, heavy on your heart. Not heavy in a bad way, but like an urgency way. And before we even launch into this conversation, I want to invite you to rate, subscribe, give us feedback, because when you actually interact with us, it actually helps us get this message, this podcast conversations out there further. So I want to actually read this. First of all, I'm super, I'm super excited about this particular comment from Frozen D Up. I would love to know how they came up with that name, but listen, this is what they said. I originally found Lisa. Sorry, I'm like eating a throat lozenge at the same time. I originally found Lisa by reading her books. Then when I discovered this podcast, Conversations, listening to both John and Lisa, I just couldn't get enough. I loved their topics as a husband and wife so much that I went back and listened to every single podcast. That's like over 200, babe. I have not even done that. Okay. And then she said, not to mention, I discovered Messenger X app. Now we keep telling you guys, you want to download Messenger X app. Frozen D app, thank you for listening. She said, my husband and I now both listen regularly. This podcast and Messenger X app has helped my husband and I. Can't wait to listen to this next episode. And John, I, I can't I can't wait to listen to it either because we are super excited about this. We're talking about persevering to the end. Yeah, Lisa, you know, Jesus constantly says, he who endures to the end shall Mm -hmm. be saved. Mm -hmm. The Apostle Paul is continually writing, if you continue. The writer of Hebrews writes, if you stay steadfast, if you continue. Well, before you go too far with this, Mm -hmm. I actually want to talk about the problem of what is going on right now, who is not really continuing, because we have some current stats, John. Do you want to hear these? Oh, this is Okay, recent poll. It says 83% of our culture, our society, believe that truth is relative. Like, you can have a truth, I can have a truth, what was true last week might not be true next week, that they think that truth is... So, so wait a minute, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. Eight 83% out of 10. is eight out 8.3. of every 10 people. Yeah, 8.3 So in other words, eight out of every 10 people think that truth is according to whatever I think it should Feelings, be. Feelings, culture, political climate, uh, their personal experiences, all of those Lisa, things. Lisa, that's so scary. So... Let's 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 stop right there and talk about truth. Okay, truth. Jesus said in John seventeen seventeen, mm-hmm. "Thy word is truth." Yeah. Now let me let me just set this up. Okay, the Garden of Eden. You got the Tree of Life. What is the Tree of Life? I know what I know that whatever God says is best for me. You got the Tree of the Knowledge of Good and Evil. Mm-hmm. That is, I know what's best for me. Mm-hmm. So when Eve saw that the tree was good yep. for her, okay, it wasn't good for her because God said the day you eat is the day you're going to die. The serpent lied to her. So the serpent deceived her. Yep. Now, eight out of every 10 people think the truth can change according to how I feel, how I believe, how society's going, according to culture, society, yikes. Because the trouble in that is the Bible says that the whole world lies under the sway 
sway. So think about mm-hmm. about the wind swaying something. Mm-hmm. The whole world lies under the sway of the evil one. The Bible says that the course of this world, the course, so think about the course that a river runs, the is direction. according to yeah. the prince of the power of the air. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going, truth is relative. And all of a sudden now, I'm just saying, however society goes, that's going to establish my truth. Eight out of every 10 people believe that. And at least it gets worse. Yeah, it, it didn't. It doesn't turn out well for people when they think they're the measure of everything. Because the next so. stat says 46% live in, a, live in stress and anxiety. So that means one out of two people are saying, my life is filled with stress and anxiety. And yet I think I'm driving my own boat. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's remarkable. And then we it gets sad. 70% claim that church is irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's seven out of every 10. So we've got eight out of every 10 say truth is relative. Seven out of every 10 is saying church is irrelevant. And then we've got five out of every 10 they're living in stress and anxiety. And yeah. isn't it interesting that Jesus said that people's hearts are going to fail them for what's coming on the earth? And then it says 55% have no Christian influence in their life whatsoever. So almost you've got a parallel between no Christian community, no Christian influence, and and 50% stress and anxiety, and then 26% don't trust pastors. Now, two of those things are on the body of Christ. And I feel like God is doing that right now. He's cleaning house. He's, He's like, okay, but... There's been mis- misuse. That doesn't mean every single pastor should be mistrusted. It does mean that Jesus is our savior. You know, our family went through a terrible, terrible uh, moral failure. And, and our, with the church we loved, everything got turned on its head. And I still can remember that you sat down with our sons. I was in Canada and you told them what happened. And you actually said to me that after you told our oldest two boys that our oldest son looked at you and said, well, this is absolutely horrible. But he didn't die for my sins. My pastor didn't Jesus, die for my sins. Jesus died Jesus for my did. sins. Yes. So I'm, that's who we got to put our trust in. Yes. Ultimately. Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. So I look at this, Lisa, and I'm I'm just I'm absolutely stunned, and I have an understanding of why people are so bogged down today, so weighed yeah. down, and trying so f- hard to find themselves free. But really, a lot of this comes back to the church. And I'm going to say why. I believe what the church has felt the pressure to do is to make its message more relevant Mm -hmm. to how the times are going. So we've stayed away from certain truths. We've stayed away from certain warnings in order to make people feel more comfortable in their state of sin. And this is what we've done in the church. We're thinking, we got to get people to think we're relevant. We've got a message of hope and love and faith that is relevant, and we want to protect people from saying, no, I don't want anything to do with you, church, when in reality, what we've done is we've altered the message in order to make people that are living in the world and like the world feel comfortable living in the world and like the world instead of coming out and being separate. Yeah, and and the truth is the Bible is actually incredibly relevant. So if you actually preach scripture, it is relevant to what's happening in our culture Today, you and I have been reading certain scriptures recently, and it sounds like they were written for this day and this time because the word of God is alive. 
and it's eternal. It doesn't change. And it will always speak to us because it is the living word of God. So a culture can change, but the word remains the same. So what is important for us to do today is to do exactly what the Apostle Paul said. The Apostle Paul said, I press towards the mark of the, of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Why would he say I have to press? Press means what? There's, there's resistance. There's mm-hmm. opposition. Mm-hmm. And years ago, God gave me this vision that was just so profound. It really impacted me. And I wrote about this in one of my books, and I think this is an excellent place for us to talk about what both of us have in our hearts today. But I saw this vision of a man rowing a boat against a river's current. And this was a pretty strong current. There was white water. And immediately I knew in my heart that the river was the flow of our society. And I knew that this was a believer that was going the direction of the kingdom, going the direction of truth. He was straining hard to advance against the flow of the water. It was a tough task, but definitely doable. Other boats, bigger, and luxurious, containing parties of people, frequently passed him, flowing downstream. The people on these boats were laughing, drinking, and at ease. Occasionally, they would look over at the man battling the current, trying to go upstream, and they would laugh at him, and they would mock him. And on top of mocking, he had to fight for every inch of progress while the others didn't have to do anything. (laughs) After a while, the man grew weary. Yeah. This is where we're going today, okay? Mm-hmm. Of the mocking and the pressing against the current. Mm-hmm. Tired and discouraged, he put up the oars. Wow. I want you to get a vision of that, all right? For a few moments, he continued to drift, not drift, but move because of existing momentum upstream, right? Then something sad and terrible happened. Still pointed upstream, his rowboat began to drift downstream Mm -hmm. along with the current. Mm -hmm. Shortly after, the man noticed another party boat. This one was different from the other party boats for like his own rowboat, this party boat was pointed upstream, yet it was flowing the opposite direction with the current. This boat also carried people who were laughing, socializing, totally at ease. Since it was pointed upstream, the direction the man had wanted to go, he decided, I'm going to jump on and join with them because he'd longed for that community. They soon became a close-knit group, and unlike the other party boats that faced and traveled downstream, this pointed upstream, Mm. but it continued flowing downstream with the current. So there's so much, Lisa, in this vision we need to talk about. So if we as a church, if we don't preach the truth of the Word of God, What's going to happen is we'll start flowing with the world, world, and yet we'll still have community. We'll still have people that are happy, enjoying themselves. And we'll we're ha- not against happy community. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, just, no, no. Just to be clear. Happy is yeah. the man. I mean, th- there's so many scriptures yeah. on happy. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, if you look at the psalm, he said, you know, I was going through the battles of life, and I looked at the sinners, and I almost lost my way mm-hmm. because they were carefree, yeah. happy, yeah. no pressures. Malachi said the same thing, right? When you when you sign when you sign up to follow Jesus, you sign up for tribulation. Jesus said in this world you're going to have tribulation, why? Cuz the whole world flows that way. And so, we have got a situation now where so many people in the church have wandered from truth. 
and they have now started creating a different message that takes parts of what the word of God teaches, but mixes it in with the culture of today. And it takes away all the opposition. So there's no more pressing, pressing, pressing towards the call, the high call of God. So going back to those stats, people saying, I'm going to be like Eve. I'm going to decide what's best for me. I'm going to believe that maybe that might've been my parents' truth, or maybe that might've been the religious truth, but I'm going to have my own truth. I'm going to live on my own truth. You would think if that was freeing for them, one out of two would not be wrestling with stress and anxiety, right? So actually what you're here, what I'm hearing from you is that truth creates boundaries and guardrails in our life that actually cause us to flourish. Like, so that, that particular dynamic of God's truth. And again, I always go back to Isaiah 41, where it says, God will show us the way he works so we can live the way we were made. You and I were not made to live our lives on our own with our own truths. And we're not, we're not to be self-willed because that's really what, what the serpent tempted Adam and Eve with. You can be like God apart from God. You can be your own gods. And that's basically what people are doing right now. Correct. Correct. Now, I really believe that the problem stems back from the fact that most people don't open their Bibles. I mean, statistics show that a very few percentage of people actually read their Bibles every well, but day. But they just read it on Instagram. Isn't that okay just to read a meme of yeah. a scripture? Isn't, that, isn't and, that enough? And that's not immersing yourself because we are told that we are conformed to this world if we don't renew our mind. Yeah. So truth enters our mind. And our mind is the one that determines, okay, this is the way I'm going. Because you, Jesus being invisible, God being invisible, you can make up anything you want and say, oh, Jesus says this, Jesus says that. Take a few scriptures out of context. And all of a sudden now you're wandering from the overall counsel of scripture. So you're wandering from truth. Right. And when you wander from truth, you're in trouble. Okay. That means it's so important that we renew our minds. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was thinking if the boats are pointed upstream, they're seeing the same thing on the horizon. They're just moving further and further away from it, which is also confusing because they they're going downstream backwards. But that. Yeah. And, And here's the thing. What I'm hearing you say is there's resistance and we're we're to actually expect resistance. You know, we're sitting here uh, taping for the podcast and we've got some buff men and the buff men that are in this room, they built their muscles, not by drifting, but by embracing resistance, by weight training. And, and what I'm hearing is work, we, it's, it would be easier to have the mix, but God is saying, I need you to actually press into the resistance that you're going that, you know, that when you. When you go against the stream, that's what you're going to experience. So I think... So how does somebody... What if somebody's like, oh, no, John, I think I'm floating downstream right now. I think I'm I, I'm not even turned upstream. I'm floating downstream. How do they make that change? What What is some of the action steps they take? You just... There is a genuine repentance. And a repentance is not a tough word. It just means, you know, I've been wrong. This is the way. I, my wisdom's been going this way. God's wisdom is the other way. I'm going to, I'm going to let go of the wisdom I've been walking in and I'm going to embrace his wisdom. 
Mm-hmm. And I look at the seriousness of this, Lisa. Yeah. Proverbs uh, twenty one sixteen says, yeah. he who wanders from the way of truth or the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. And so wow. in other words, that, that downstream is leading to the rest of yeah. the assembly of the dead. Yeah. James. People don't like to hear those kind of things. No, John. the apostle James in the New Testament says, brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth yeah. and someone turns, now l- l- let's stop a minute. Brethren, if anyone among you, yes. he's not, he's, he's not, not saying talking to world. heathens. He's not talking yeah. to unbelievers. Yeah. Brethren, if anyone among you, you brethren, yeah. wanders from truth and someone turns him back. So there's your turning yep. back. Turn, turn the around. boat back around. Let's start pre- pressing, pressing. Let him know that he who turns a sinner. Now, James calls him a sinner. And the reason is a sinner there is a person who says, I choose what's right for my life. Mm. Just like Eve. Self-will. The Garden of Eden is is so, the tree of life means I trust and God. Adam. And I, Adam. Yeah, even Adam. Yes. I trust that God knows what's best in my life mm-hmm. because he's my creator. Yes. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was Eve saying, no, you said that tree's not good for me. I'm choosing it because I see it's good for me. Mm-hmm. So sin means you're a law unto yourself. I determine what's right for me. I determine what truth is. Mm-hmm. I determine mm-hmm. what I'm going to, be, you know, what I'm going to believe according to how our culture is going. Yeah. All right. So any, if you wander from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner away from the error of his way will save a soul from death. Yeah. So he who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. So here's James and Proverbs totally aligning, right? And he will cover the multitude of sins. This is a serious thing. When Jesus says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. He's saying, you're going to be ridiculed. You're going to be persecuted. People are going to hate you. People are going to despise you. People are going to make fun of you. They are going to hate you because they're going to say you're dogmatic. They're going to say you're strict. But now listen, if you stay with truth and you walk in love, you really care about people. You're not going to be deceived. Mm. You're not going to wander. But the thing is, what we have done is we've said, I want love, but I don't want to stick with the truth because truth is going to bring me a lot of persecution. I'm going to, I'm well, going to be- truth confronts people. Yeah. I'm going to be accused of bringing people in bondage. Yeah. I don't want to be accused of bringing people in bondage. No, you're not. Because what looks like freedom ends up becoming bondage. And what is, looks like it might be preaching bondage will ultimately lead in freedom. As long as it's not legalism. Which as long you, as it's not legal. Yeah. You and I both know that. Well, that- but what's legalism? It's truth without love. Truth without love. Absolutely. So in, if you deeply love human beings, you know, I saw uh, a very famous minister the other day. He made the statement, I deeply love human beings. I was so glad he said that. Yeah. And I believe it's really led him in his study of scripture because he, and he, he has really presented scripture well, and he mm. has stayed the course for years and years and years. That's awesome. And I think it's because of his deep love for people combined with the fact that this man loves truth. Mm-hmm. And so what will protect you from legalism is keeping a deep, deep love for people. And that's what Peter talks about. Yeah. He says, hey, your heart de- be deeply loved, love deeply, love each other deeply. Peter yeah. actually says that because of all these warnings he's given us, right? Yes. So anyway, we want to encourage everyone today. It doesn't matter if you get persecuted. It doesn't matter if you get made fun of. It doesn't matter if people say that you're putting people in bondage. Check your heart. You know if you love people. Yeah. And it, it needs to be kind. It is kind. a kindness. When that you love God somebody, you're going to be kind. Repentance. Yeah. The, but you're going to be love firm. Is kind. Yeah, but it's it's not harsh. You can be kind and firm without being harsh and mean. Yes. Correct. Right. 
So we, because we've, we've all seen both those things play out. So the takeaway from today is stay with truth and mm -hmm. keep your heart passionately in love with people and yeah. don't yeah. be afraid of being made fun of or being persecuted. It's going to happen. So that's been our message today. We want to thank you for tuning in and we want to encourage everybody to please rate, review and subscribe to the show. When you, you know, when you write a review, we might read it, but it also helps other people to get yeah. uh, connected yep. with conversations with John and Lisa. And if you haven't done this yet, Hey, download Messenger X, yep. like Truth. What, what was her name? Was Frozen DF. Frozen DF. Frozen DF. Like she did or he did. I don't, we don't know no, if there's a, a guy or girl. Okay, she, like she, she said did. her and her husband. Download Messenger X. Just go to the App Store and type in Messenger X. Don't put a space between the R and the X or don't go do to it. Google Play. If you've got the Android, you can do it the same way. You get all these courses and all these relative messages for our day that have truth That's in it. That's such a hard thing for you. And there's also at home with the Beviers. Yeah, there's which a podcast. In there. You do life at home in relationship, in not just uh, correct. Yeah, not being irrelevant. So, anyway, it's been great being with you today. Until next time, this has been Conversations with John and Lisa. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with John and Lisa Bevere. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you love to listen. Also, if you haven't already, go right ahead and download Messenger X to hear more content from John and Lisa Bevere and other great messengers. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on Conversations with John and Lisa.